0: Yes, yes. What is going on, everybody? I'm Nick Harkson here with Touchdown Detroit Lions over on Syndicate Sports Detroit. How is everybody feeling on this Victory Tuesday? You know what we do over here. We celebrate all week long leading up until the next game. But I hope the boys are focused because we have the most important matchup of our lifetime to date. We are... Playing to go to the Super Bowl, baby. That's right. Can you believe it? The Lions beat the Bucks, 31-23 to 23 to punch their ticket to the NFC Championship game. Yes. Let's, let's get in here. Say what's up once you're in here and we will get this thing going. Right, I already see some comments going off. Josh Jackson, what's up? He says... Let's go. Gritty slash salty lions. Love it. Rick Grit, good to see you back in here. San Francisco, here we come. That's right. Let's effing go. I would say it, but family friendly, you know how we do it. Greg Peoples, finally some lions talk. Yes, let's get it going. Kim, how you doing? That's my mother. Good to see you in here. Donkey Kong, Super Bowl or bus. Good to see you back. Ryan, good to see you in here as well. Hello from work. Glad that you are making it happen. From work, but uh, yes, how are are we feeling? We feeling good after the win? Um, You know, I I know it was tough. It was a little sketchy there for a little bit. You know, halftime was tied up. We did give up some big plays, but I I knew this was going to be a tough matchup all along. We talked about it last week. Dan Campbell said it himself. That's a tough team to beat, and it's playoff football, so you know everybody's. Going their hardest. So to get the win is just huge to me. And I felt like we were in control for the most part. You know, I felt like we just needed to fix some things on our end to be able to come away with that win. And we did. Um, But it wasn't easy. That's okay. Because we are moving on to the NFC Championship game. Before I get too far, I do want to talk about some things that the Lions did today. But like I said, once you get in here, say what's up. We'll get this thing rolling. But Lions did announce some roster moves. This is straight from the source. They signed O-lineman Matt Farnoik, Farniuk. I don't, I don't know how to say that name. And running back Jake Funk to the practice squad. Placed running back Jamar Jefferson on the practice squad injured list there. So unfortunate news there for Jamar and then they released linebacker Raymond Johnson from the practice squad as well. We all know that we did just pick up Zach Ertz. Um, that's some big time news. I think it was a necessary grab there, especially with Brock Wright going down. I don't think Oh, there we go. Sorry. I don't think it was anything to do with um, you know, Sam Laporta and his injury. It does, you know, help put a little. Back up there, some some insurance, but um, unfortunately Brock Wright, who just came back, who had a, a decent game, you know, had a real nice game in the, or gain there during the game and a clutch play there on third and one, he has another injury that is going to sideline him for the rest of the way. Hopefully we are playing in the Super Bowl after this game, but unfortunately Brock Wright will not be available um, so we went and we got Zach Ertz, who had requested to be released earlier, so he can make a Super Bowl run this year. And we're trying to make that happen, not only for him, but for us, for everybody in that locker room. We've been here, you know. It's it's time. And uh, and I like the pickup. You know, I don't think it was. I didn't see the exact numbers. He's just signed to the practice squad right now. I expect him to get evaluated. Not evaluated, <laughs> elevated, but um, but yeah, uh, I think it's a good pickup just because, you know, James Mitchell, he's out the rest of the way as well, so we're really thin in that tight end room, but Laporta and Ertz looking good there, and, and I think that Ertz is going to be able to get accustomed to the playbook or to at least, you know, get out there and block for us pretty quickly. He has worked with our tight ends coach in the past. They have a good relationship, and they expect him to get things rolling fast. He is a veteran. You know, he's been in this for a long time. He's a pro bowler. He's a professional, and I think that he's going to learn our system quickly or at least enough to where he can get out there and help out the team. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Ben Johnson throws in something for him this week to get him a big-time play and make a difference, but... We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I do see some more people coming in. What's up, John Peterson? Rick Grit says, Ertz was a great signing. Yes. Good, well rounded tight end with a boatload of experience. That's right. I think, you know, in this short time that he's with us too, he can provide some great knowledge for Sam Laporta, who's already, you know, coming along really fast as a rookie. But yeah, he can he can provide a lot of knowledge for this team. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's won it. So um you know, they, you just love to get more guys in the room who have that experience. I do feel like this team <laughs> is like Dan Campbell said though, they're built for it. Even the the rookies are balling out and they're playing like they've been there before. They're playing like vets. It's crazy to see. A lot of the times, you know, <laughs> the rookies they don't crumble all the time, but the The bright lights, the playoffs are there. You don't expect this kind of production out of this many rookies. I mean, it's once again Brad Holmes hit a home run with this draft class, and uh, and you love to see it. But the the whole team is kind of acting like they've been there before, you know. So, and Goff said that, and they're they're intentional on going out and getting these kind of players who won't shy away from the spotlight, who are ready for it, who love football. And when, you know, their number's called, they're more than likely going to make the play. It's, you, you love to see it. This team's hungry. I saw Aleem McNeil post on Instagram. I think it was today or yesterday. Last night is when I saw it, I think, uh, in the middle of the night. I was working overnight. But um, Aleem McNeil posted a little Kobe Bryant you know, press conference thing where they were like, you're up 2-0. In the finals, why aren't you smiling? I, wh- why haven't we seen the smile out of your uh, out of your face yet? And uh, Kobe responds, what's there to smile about? What's there to be happy about? And, then, and he goes, well, you're up 2-0 in the finals. And he goes, job's not done yet. And I love it. That's the mentality. Going around the locker room, these guys are there. We're close. They want to bring home that title. They want to bring home the Lombardi Trophy. They want to hang two more banners. That's all they've been talking about. And I love the energy. That they're bringing right now. You know, they could be happy with what they got. It's It's been a great season. But the players want more. I want more. I know you guys want more. Let's go get more. But before we talk too much about the game coming up, let's talk about a little bit what happened in this past game. You know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson got his pick against Baker and then he flipped the ball to him. <laughs> you love to see that. I mean, if you're going to talk all that crap, you better back it up. And I think that's what he likes to do. Sorry, I'm, my my hat. It looks it's like a mirror effect when I see it, so it's a little crooked there. But um, you if if you're going to <laughs> I can't get if you're going to talk all that crap, you better be able to back it up. And I think he does it on purpose to kind of give him incentive during the game. It's fun for him too, but you know he he knows if he puts himself out there he's got to play harder and i think it makes him play harder some people that gives them an extra incentive whatever works though whatever works the the pick was tipped but he was right there once again you great players put themselves in great positions to make big time plays and that's what he did Flipped the ball to baker and then you know afterwards says he wants that ball with the jersey too so <laughs> love it love to see it but uh you know branch Branch had another really big game for us, difference maker, coming up with a sack, big time sack, and almost probably would have been a pick six if he could have came away with it, and he was another guy after the game where they're like, you know, you had a great game, Um, how you feeling going into San Francisco, knowing that you're playing for the NFC Championship, and he was like, you know, I, I still got a lot of work to do, could have played a better game when he played a good game, you know, but... But you love this. And this is the these are the rookies saying this. And it's, I mean, it's not just the rookies, but that's that mentality. And that's that grit, that's that saltiness. That's that Dan Campbell mentality that we want here in Detroit. And that's why they are where they are. Jared Koff said it. It's no mistake why we're here. You love it. You love it. Uh, but not only Branch, you know, Iffy had another good game. Um Love to see him to continue to ball out. Can't forget about Hutch coming up with another few big clutch plays there. To really, you know, our our sacks were timely, too. And they they weren't just big in the way to, you know, oh, okay. Move him back. They took him out of field goal range a few times. So they, they were very clutch sacks. So big up to Aaron Glenn on dialing up. Some of these schemes and calls, you know, he, he's he been questionable, but he's come through in some big time moments in the playoffs here and we need him to continue to do so. But uh, the biggest play on defense, obviously, was the one that sealed the deal and um, we knew we needed to come away with a few turnovers in this game. We did it with the biggest one being from Derek Barnes. There in the final minutes to seal the deal. The Lions went out there, kneeled it after Barnes's interception, and we knew we were moving on to San Francisco after that. And it, it, what a great feeling. What a great moment for Derek Barnes, who's been grinding it out. You know, he got the game ball. You love to see that. Um, and, it, and I think that this makes up for that missed sack that he had on Dak Back at the end of the regular season, that would have you know could have could have had the game going a different way. But no matter what, doesn't matter because we're in the NFC Championship. Cowboys have been at home for a few weeks, and this definitely makes up for a misplay. Then it, it didn't matter anyways. But Derek Barnes, glad to see you bounce back. You've been grinding all year. You've had a good year, and love to see you make that play for us to seal the deal. And move on to the NFC championship, baby. I can't believe I can't believe it's happening. I can't believe it's happening. See the comments going off. I'm just gonna talk a couple more things here. Positives from the game. Um, Jared Goff had a pretty good game. Uh very impressive drive there. Towards the end of the game, that was capped off from an Amon Ross St. Brown touchdown. That was an absolute diamond there. And then the, the celebration afterwards, the the mock and the baker, you know. The, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> but he did it. And, and it was hilarious. And uh Yeah, I I just I just love this team, man. The, you know, the the, the crab talk, the, the just everything about it. Everything about him. But Goff had a good game. Did what he needed to do. Sam Laporta coming up with some big plays. Uh one in particular. Just a bullet from Goff to him that I thought was huge. The pressure was coming. He knew he was going to get hit. He stepped up and he delivered just a rocket and right in there to Laporta for a first down. That's what you love to see out of Goff. And I think that, you know, he realizes what's on the line. He's not playing as timid. He's going to put it all out there. It's all or nothing now. And you love to see that. You love to see that. One more guy I'm going to talk about here on offense before we get moving forward is the beast, Jameer Gibbs. The, the kid is insane. Worth the 12th overall pick. Said it a few times, but the kid is an absolute game changer. Came through in the fourth quarter in a big way for us. 74 rushing yards, I believe, and on nine carries and 40 reception, 40 receiving yards on four receptions with a running touchdown. We all saw it. Just crazy. Burst of speed to go past Winfield after a nice little juke move. And then to, you know, kind of slow down at the end. The disrespect. The disrespect. You love to see it, but he just ah, throws him down at the end for the cherry on top. But yeah, great, great game. Um, glad, obviously, that we came out on top and that we are moving on. We needed this. It's been a long time since we won one playoff game, but you know we we won two consecutive playoff games, and it's, it's first time in a long time. First time in a long time, and let's get over to these comments. I see y'all going off, and that's what I love to see. Going back, Ryan says, if Purdy has a bad game like he has been, we win this game 100%, and um, we'll get more into this. I think Debo... Him playing or not makes a huge difference as well. But we'll we'll talk about that here in a second. But definitely you you hit the nail on the on the head. It's it's all up to, to how Brock Purdy plays. And we need to dial up some things. Oh, sorry, excuse me. We need to dial up some schemes to to get to him, get in his head and rattle him. But uh we'll we'll talk about some keys to victory here in a second. Rick Grit. Them young dudes see that hardware. That's right. They listen to the hardware. <laughs> Sam will soak it up. Yeah, I, I'm excited, you know, and they they understand the moment, um, which is which is huge for this draft class. You know, a, a lot of times it takes a few years, but I, I heard an analogy uh from some analysts where they were talking about NCAA basketball and you know they're comparing it to how freshmen, once they make the tournament, they kind of turn into sophomores, they gain that maturity and they step it up the good teams do the good teams have that have the good freshmen turn into kind of sophomores in there and and they were comparing that to this Lions team and saying that this Lions rookie class has really stepped it up and they're playing like they're not rookies they're on a, another level and that and that's what I was talking about before they they're playing like vets and they understand the moment but it's not it's not too big for them and that's what you love to see. And they need to continue to ball out. We need them in a big way on Sunday in San Francisco. We do. All right. KC, what up? Good to see you in here. Ertz is just an emergency body backup. Yes, likely not get much. True. But he's there. And I think that he will see sometime. He'll, you know, get some blocks in there. And maybe Ben Johnson throws, gets something to him. But I don't expect a huge, any kind of roll out of him at all. It's going to be Laporta all day. All righty, MSU, Detroit. Oh, and then Casey also says James Houston and Khalif the bigger X factors for snaps and potential in upcoming game. Yes, we, I think it's crucial to get both of those guys back. Just like you said, um, I hope that James Houston is activated this week. I, you know, healthy scratch last week. I, I thought he was going to play, but they decided to not, which is, which is fine. Um, uh, we made it to the next round. And I hope that he's a go this week because he could really help out that defense and wreck havoc. But they see what's going on. Maybe they see he's not as confident. I don't know. I really don't know what's happening there. But uh hopefully he's a go. And then Khalif Raymond as well. You know, we need him in the return game. And he also makes big time plays for us in clutch moments there on offense. So to get Leaf and the problem back would be Massive for this team this Sunday. It would it would just be a huge, adva- not advantage, but it would be great for the team. Yes, it would. We know that. All right, MSU Detroit fan, good to see you in here. Lions defense got to play their best game this Sunday, especially if Debo is playing. Yes, 100%. I mean, our offense needs to play great, too. It just needs to be a great all-around game. Um, But Aaron Glenn, let's go. You know, uh, you guys are fighting for a head coaching spot, it seems to, and it seems like you might get one, but just add more to your resume. Go out there and prove why you should have a head coaching spot. You've been, he, Darren Glenn's been doing well this, these playoffs. Our secondary, of course, has been suspect, the corners. Sutton has been a, a huge disappointment these playoffs and the last games of the regular season. He was playing better earlier on, but he's just been having some troubles here as of late. And then Vildor, you know, it, it, put putting certain receivers up against him. He's going to get burnt all day. But we can dial up certain schemes to counter that, and we have been. <clears throat> I think turnovers are key in this game. Getting to Purdy, hitting him, putting him on the ground. Like I just said, getting a few turnovers are going to be key in this game. And I and I think we can make it happen. Now, you know, if we don't have if they don't have Debo, that's huge because you know, they do still have CMC, they do still have Kittle. But to focus just on those two, I think we can contain them much better without Debo obviously and Brock Purdy you see it without Debo, he's not the same. Debo is one of his go-to guys. They run their offense around him a lot. And uh without him, like they're 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 a different offense. So we do have one of the best run defenses in the league. McCaffrey's probably gonna get a little bit, but I think we can contain him. We're gonna have to plan for Debo no matter what. I know that's they're not gonna give away anything. They're saying that he's 50 50 right now. But It's going to be a huge difference without him there. But I think that we can dial up something either way. I'll talk a little bit more about it here in a few minutes. I want to get through all these comments real quick. But yes, good comment there. And here another one from MSU Detroit fan. Yeah, the safeties all made key plays against the Bucs, and they're going to have to be big this Sunday as well. CJ Gardner Johnson, iffy. We, We had all four of them. Out there at one point. I don't know if you saw that. But yeah, we had Ifatu Melonfawu, CJ Gardner-Johnson, Brian Branch, and Kirby Joseph all out there at one time for a few packages. It was crazy to see, but it worked. And Ryan says Ify, though. Yeah, Ify, he, he's just been balling out. And, I, you know, he. I think he's going to make a huge play in this game. I think that he's going to be an X-Factor once again. He has been since he's came into the starting role and I love to see the kid just keep growing. Rick Grit our safeties would be scary if we had true cornerback one. Yeah, and that's got to be something that we go and address this off season, but you know how sick is Mosley right now that you know he's he he can't compete. He hasn't all year after he came back, you know, right away just the injury happens in the first few minutes that he's out there playing. But now we're going back and we're playing San Francisco. You know he would love to be out there right now playing his old team. And it's just unfortunate that we don't have him. You know he would have made a difference this year. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, can't talk about it now. But I'm just thinking, you know, he's got to be sick right now just knowing that we're going up against the Niners and that he can't be out there for this team. But from what I hear is that he's been around practices still and around the team. So, you know, it's it's good to see that knowing that he knew he wasn't going to play the rest of the year. But still sucks for him that he can't be out there. KC Barnes having great 2024. His wife just had their first child January 9th, got first interception and playing an NFC championship. Yeah, the Barnes are living it up right now. And let's continue that. You know, let's continue the celebrations. Keep stacking them up. Keep bringing these banners homes. Keep having a great 2024 Barnes family and Lions fans, Lions in general. Let's go. Keep it rolling. Josh Jackson, 49ers need to play their best game to beat the Lions. The Lions are built to beat a team like the 49ers. They better bring their A game. Okay, he's got the reverse going on. I like, I like that. I like that. And I think, you know, we right now, everybody's writing us off. Everybody's like, okay, the Niners, who are they gonna play in the Super Bowl? I even heard that. And uh earlier today, Stephen A had some disrespectful things to say about the city of Detroit. Not, I don't think he was intentionally trying to say it I think he was trying to lead up to this you know the Lions are bringing the city up and and carrying them on their back and bringing joy to the city I think that's where he was trying to go with it but he said some things are like you know outside of the city it's a desert and you do, it's just, and stuff like that and it, it made me upset but at the same time he was kind of defending the Lions today too when Jeff Saturday and them were saying you know Oh, Niners, going Niners. And then Stephen A was like, well, hold up a minute. He goes, I can't just go straight with the Niners. He goes, I'm looking at this Lions team. And, you know, he started defending us. I think he did end up go going picking the Niners, but still, you know, he he, he did he did defend us a little bit, but most everybody is going with the Niners. And I love it. I know the team loves it, everybody's counting us out. But I think this is going to give us that extra chip on our shoulder, kind of like when we had you know, that Packers game the last game of the year last year. The Chiefs game, first game of the season this year. When they count us out and they don't give us a chance, sometimes we play our best football. And I'm hoping that's what's going to happen this Sunday. Count us out all you want. Count us out all you want. Because we coming for you. But I like that take. I like that you're going the reverse way. And saying that they need to be ready for us. Like it. Love it. It was at Josh Jackson. Good job. MSU Detroit fan. Yeah, I appreciate Cam Sutton. But he's not a true CB1. Yeah. If we had a true CB1. And Cam could play uh, CB2 like he did in Pittsburgh. You know, I think that he has a more successful season. He still has made... You know, he's, he's come up with some clutch plays here for us during the season, and he was playing well earlier on. I remember talking good about him in some of these past episodes until the then, you know, we started playing a lot more top-tier receivers, and he got exposed. And that's what's going to happen in the playoffs, too. We're going to face a lot of top guys, but, you know— Outside of Debo, you know, Brandon Ayuk is another good receiver who him and Brock Purdy have some good chemistry, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens this Sunday. Here we go. Going to go with, is this, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Rick Grit. If he hadn't missed that sack, this would be a home game. Not sure he's completely made up for this yet. Well, okay. It wasn't guaranteed a home game, but yeah, I do see what you're saying. You know, I think the Niners would have played harder their last week of the season. They probably would have started everybody to try and get the win, to get the number one seed. And, you know, we would have played hard, too. I don't think it was necessarily guaranteed a number one seed. But, you know, we definitely get the number two seed. Didn't matter anyways. Cowboys lost. We ended up at home. So, you know, it's it's a little bit forgiven there. But you're right. You know, you never know what could have happened. I'm just saying... Great moment. He got the pick. We're going on to the NFC Championship. I do see your point there. But it wasn't a guarantee. But it could have happened. It could have happened. You are right. You are right. <laughs> but I don't see Carson Wentz beating a San Francisco team that plays their starters to try and get a number one seed. Still, though, good, good point. Good point. All right. I keep losing my spot. There we go. Ryan put it up to the Rick Grit comment. Hatter's house late, but I'm here. Victory Tuesday. That's right. We are celebrating. Good to see you in here. Hatter's house. He said, bring on the Niners. Lions by a million. Love to see that comment every single week. MSU Detroit fans. So apparently the Lions were originally going to stick at six to take dip weatherspoon that's right but seattle then took him which resulted in them trading down with arizona to 12 to get gibbs that's right um you know and man it's but to not have gibbs on this team right now i don't know i mean what what do you what would you rather have because We get, man, that's, that's, that's tough. Weatherspoon played a hell. He had a hell of a rookie year too and have a good corner would be great, but I I don't like to look in the past like that. I like Gibbs. Gibbs has been a solid, solid contributor to this team and he's going to be great moving forward. I mean, imagine year three Gibbs. I mean, I, I can't imagine year two. I can't wait to see him this Sunday. He's getting better and better and better each game. The game keeps slowing down for him, and he's making game-breaking plays every single game as well. So I like Gibbs. I don't know. It's it's a tough call. But, yeah, it's uh, it, it would have been interesting to see how things would have worked out if we would have gotten Witherspoon. King SJ, what up? Representing the Lions in Toronto, good to see you in here. Yeah, from Canada. What's up? What's up? We like to keep it international. So pumped for Sunday's game me too. I cannot wait. I can't even focus on work once. I don't know if you guys follow Wayne County life, but that guy is hilarious. And, you know, last week he posted something where, you know, lions are in the playoffs. We, we don't have to work. We shouldn't have to work. Nope. Not coming into work. And if I am, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. I can't focus the whole time. I'm just thinking about work the entire time. Um, I actually work with a few Niners fans, which is I'm, I'm not thinking about work. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the game the entire time. I'm thinking about the playoffs, thinking about the Lions, but I actually work with a few Niners fans, which is ugh, you know. But I heard them talking to themselves and they didn't think anybody heard. And this was last night, and they they think they got this easy. And they were saying, they're like, Oh yeah, I can't wait to get to the Super Bowl. They're like, I'd rather play Mahomes this year, talking all this stuff. And uh pretty much just counting out the Lions. And they were like, yeah, the more difficult opponent was the Packers. And we, and like saying this, they're like, I, I feel like we got this, whoever we were going to play against the Bucks or the Lions. And because the Packers beat the Lions on Thanksgiving, all this yada, yada, yada. But they, they think they got this easy. So I love that. Keep, keep that energy because we're going to come in there. We're going to walk into San Francisco and we going to whoop that ass. That's just, I, I hope that's how it goes. <laughs> but I just couldn't believe they're saying this. They were putting down Dan Campbell, too. I was like, how are you going to be around here talking all this smack and, and think you're going to get away with it? Now, you know, I'm, I, did, I was about to go in, but they, they didn't know I was around. I'm going to let the boys do the talking this week. I'm going to let the boys do the talking. They're going to go in there, and then I'm just going to come back next week. I'm going to be like, what was that? What were you saying? I'm going to let the boys do the talking. <laughs> but Niners fans, just that, that was only a few. Those two in particular think that they got it locked up. All right, Ryan says, Glenn needs to scheme better blitzes. 49ers will be ready for our safeties. Blitzes and I don't trust our secondary to make stops. If the Niners are smart, they'll be prepared for safety blitzes. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to call up, dial up some different things. Um, just going to have to be smart with it. Disguise some things. We're still, We're, we're still going to bring the safeties. Trust that will they have an i know that they are going to prepare for it but when it's coming at you full speed and if if we disguise it well enough you know i think that it can still be effective i think branch is an animal if he is well those guys just fly off that corner so i think you know they can it can still be effective but you're right they're going to prepare for it it's no secret what we've like to do over the last few weeks, or since the end of the season, since we started picking things up. But, um, yeah, Glenn's going to have to scheme up something a little bit different. But I still believe they will bring those safeties. And I still feel like it will be effective on a few plays for us. But they're going to be prepared for it. You are right about that. Ryan says, if Glenn was smart... Oh, yeah, we just... We just went over that one. MSU Detroit fan, if the Lions win this Sunday, we can really use Khalif and Houston in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I hope that they're here this Sunday. You know, I haven't seen much. Maybe news broke while we were doing this, um, but I haven't seen much if they're playing or not. I hope that they are. I think that Houston can make a difference already, and and we already know what Khalif can do in the return game especially, and you know that he's... He's that little secret weapon every once in a while that that breaks open that they're not ready for, and he makes huge plays for us in clutch moments. So I would love to see them back this week. Zeros, what's up? All three phases have to complement each other. Yeah, this is going to have to be our one of our best games. We're going to have to limit the turnovers. I see John Peterson just said that right there. Hopefully no turnovers, and then force some turnovers on their end. We're going to have to play a complete game. This is not going to be easy. We're going into San Fran. We're going into their house. You know, they're, they're the number one seed for a reason. They've played sound football all year long besides a small little stretch. But they sh- they've they shown some weaknesses, and especially last week. And I think if we can take a little bit from each of the games where they showed their weaknesses and, you know, incorporate it with what we do, you know, hopefully that can, that can help a little bit. But we really hope... Hopefully, we're able to affect Brock, Brock Purdy the way that he was affected last week. Hopefully, they're on their little slump back on another one that they caught midway through the season. You know, um, teams can only stay hot for so long. And Brock Purdy, you know, he's Iowa State quarterback. <laughs> I said it all year. And... uh We'll see if he can handle the big lights. I think what a huge key factor for us in this game is getting off to a hot start. Um, the Niners have not played well from behind all year long. I think I saw a stat this last game, and this was fourth quarter, so this doesn't have anything to do with a hot start. But when the when the Niners are trailing by seven points or more in the fourth quarter, they were 0-30 under Shanahan, but then, of course, you know, they won that one. So another one are 30 But if we can get off to a, a good start, if we can win the coin toss, take the ball, go down and score a touchdown, get a stop, and then get more points, I think they're going to panic a little bit. And I don't know if Brock Purdy has it in him in the big key moment to settle down, come back, and, and win for the Niners. I, th- I think if we get out on top early, I think they're going to panic. And I think that's a key to this game as well. But we got to keep the pedal to the metal all game. Like you said, all three phases have to complement each other. Got to play a complete game. But I think we can do it. I think we can do it. You know, um, and and you never know. Like I said, they they weren't looking that hot last game. Now, the weather did have a little bit to do with it. Debo going out had a little bit to do with it. But this team... Brock Purdy was, he was purposely, he was like forcing balls. He was trying not to throw picks. And, I mean, those were some ugly, ugly throws. Now, when it mattered, they went down, they got the game-winning drive, they scored, they won. But a lot of that was on CMC. He took it into his own hands and went down and won the game for him. He is a great running back, but that's going to be a matchup on its own. You know, our run game our our defensive run attack against cmc we have one of the better run defenses they have one of the better running backs run offenses that's going to be a key on the other side it's going to be a key as well the trenches in this game are going to matter now when san fran gets smacked in their face when they got another team that gets physical with them they've shown some vulnerability and i think that we can be one of those teams that can get match their physical physicality and go beyond that Um, a few things that worry me about this game obviously we're, we're a little banged up there on the interior offensive line you know Frank Ragnow Iron Man an absolute beast is expected to play this Sunday but he's dealing with a sprained ankle and a sprained knee it's crazy that this guy played every single snap still the last game Going through that, and he's going to play this Sunday. Love you, Frank Ragnow. We appreciate you and all your beast modeness. I don't know what I was going to say. But, yeah, just just an absolute Iron Man. But I hope he rests all week. Expect him to show up on the injury report, of course. But he's going to go on Sunday. There's no way he's missing this. But then Jonah Jackson is going to miss this game. Um, He had surgery. Tore his meniscus in this game. But they said if we make it to the Super Bowl, there's a chance that he does play there. Now, I'm concerned with the backup, Awasika or whatever his name is, because when he came in, it wasn't that good. Um, I saw on 28 pass plays that he was in there for, he gave up 26 pressures on golf. It's not good. Uh, So he's going to need to step it up big time. I will say that I think Tampa's interior defensive line is better than San Francisco's. They definitely have one of the best interior defensive lines there. And I think getting thrown into a game, a playoff game, when you probably don't expect to play, is a little harder than, you know, preparing yourself knowing that you're coming in to start And you have a whole week of preparation. So I think it'll be a little better there. But, you know, still, he's going to need to step it up big time because 26 pressures on 28 dropbacks is not good. It's not good. (laughs) But I do expect a little, you know, I expect some improvement. I expect the boys, Dan Campbell and them, to have everybody prepared. All right. All right, here we go. Back to these comments that are rolling in. Love to see it. Rick Grit, MSU. He's talking to MSU Detroit fans, says, that's an interesting theory, but they 100% knew Seattle was taking him anyways, talking about the Witherspoon and Jameer Gibbs draft deal there that we talked about here a few minutes ago. Hatter's house, I booked my room for Vegas. The Lions are going to the Super Bowl, baby. That's what I love to hear. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about it. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm feeling confident. We got to keep this, this train rolling, though. Uh, just got to just gotta stay focused. It's been a great season, but we want more. We want more. Job's not done. Job is not finished. MSU Detroit fan, at this point, don't listen to the media because we all know, even the Lions, if the Lions win the Super Bowl, the media will probably just call this season a down year for the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> from all the starters going down. Yeah, you're you're probably right about that. Um after our win um uh, on get up. I think you know, I talked with my grandpa about this, but they they covered like 2 minutes on the Lions winning that. And then I saw they were talking about the Cowboys more. Who cares about the Cowboys? They're talking about teams that are out of the playoffs more than they're talking about the Lions playing in their first NFC championship game since 1991. It's crazy to me. Oh, well. Ryan says, score prediction? Okay, let's get them going. Let's let's get these score predictions in. Let me know what you guys think. I do see MSU Detroit fans says 31-27 Lions. I love to see that. I have 35-31 Lions. Close game. We both have it right there. Within four points, so um, we're, we're seeing it almost the same. Uh, I do see it being a nail-biter, but I think we're coming away on top. This team is special. And and, le- and let me put this out there, too. Uh, I don't know if a lot of you know, but Goff is from the Bay Area. Goff posted on Instagram, see you Sunday with some E40 music playing. Tell me when to go. He's getting hyphy." He's going back. He's going to have his family and friends there. He's going to be feeling comfortable. Goff is going back to where he grew up. I don't think a lot of people know that. He's going to be feeling it. He's going to be feeling himself. He's going to want to show out for his friends and family, and I expect him to. But I really hope that we pound the ball and that our run game is effective, and that's going to be another key, another key to this. You know, Like I said, the trenches. But if our run game can get going and be what it has been all year. We get the one-two punch with Montgomery and Gibbs that sets up the play action. I don't know, even with San Fran's good edge rushers and their, their great linebacker, I don't know if they have an answer. We have a ton of weapons. This could be a shootout because they have a lot of weapons over there too. Like I said, I think Debo makes a big difference. Stephen A said without Debo, they're not winning. I don't know about that, but I mean, I, I have us winning no matter what. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, with or without Debo, we're, we're winning. I don't care. I don't care if they got him or they don't. It does make a difference. But still, you know, we're going to have to control that offensive line, get some play action set up, and we'll be fine. But golf's going back home. I don't know how many of y'all know that. But, yeah, let's see those score predictions. Ryan called for him. I got 35-31 Lions winning in a nail-biter. All righty. All righty. Where are we at in the comments here? Rick Grit Logo Logic has everyone sold on a Niners Ravens Super Bowl. Yep, they think they've outsmarted Vegas. Yeah, I've been seeing that. I don't know if you've seen the whole picture, the meme going around to that Canadian uh, news channel saying that you know Reba McIntyre post Malone and Ushers set to play halftime for the Ravens 49ers Super Bowl game <laughs> oh man I hate to see it you know but I I hope that the Lions just go out there and spoil it and if it's scripted Dan Campbell I know he'll put his life on the line for this team I know he'll do it Vegas might put a hit on I, I shouldn't even say this crap no but <laughs> but Dan Campbell Go out there, even if Vegas is telling you to not win. Win this game, baby. Do it for Detroit. Let's go. I know Dan Campbell's got balls of steel. I know he'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> All right, King SJ. I'm just joking there too. I mean, I, he would do it, but I don't. I don't think it's like that. I don't. I think it's too hard to script this. I think the refs try to do it. I think the refs try to screw it over. But I think these players play too hard. I mean, who wants to go out there and get injured? And have like stuff that's gonna mess with you the rest of your life. I don't, that's why I don't think it's scripted. But, and I'm not saying, and and it's not scripted because we're doing this this year, baby. We're going all the way. All right. (laughs) King SJ, I agree. The Lions have made it tough to stay focused at work, trying to keep the work and play balanced. Easier said than done, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, I'm just slacking on production this week. I'll tell you that. (laughs) They're coming to me, they're like, Nick, what's going on, man? I'm like, what? All I can think about is, you know, Lions playing Niners on Sunday. Jared Goff throwing a touchdown to Amon Ross St. Brown. Jameer Gibbs juking somebody out of their shoes, taking it to the house. I see Iffy Mellon Fawu. Pick six, baby. Brian Branch. Strip sack. Hutch. sacks. Let's go. (laughs) I go all day with some dream scenarios, but I'm hoping that it's happening. I'm hoping that it's happening. That's just what's going through my mind. Zach J. What up? Good to see you in here. MSU Detroit fan. Yeah, these past two weeks I've had Sunday off. I'm wondering if my boss did that on purpose since he knows I'll be too focused on the Lions, but I don't want to ask because then I might not work on Super Bowl. That's right. Hey, you didn't ask. So now you can call it off if we get there if we get there <laughs> but good on your boss to not schedule you there La- lady line good to see you in here i'm late but happy victory tuesday yes you know how we do it it's victory tuesday and i hope that we're celebrating another one next week as well king sj come out with our foot on the pedal and don't take our foot off the pedal until the final whistle yeah we we've got to we got to give it all we got to pull out all the stops ben johnson this week if you have to Let's get the trick plays rolling. Do everything you can to win this game. If we have to fake punt this game, let's pull out the fake punts. But we got to do everything we can. This is to go to the ship. This is to go to the Super Bowl. Something the Lions have never done. We've done and we've, we've checked off a lot of nevers this year. This team, like Dan Campbell said, this is cliche, we're built for this. We're so close right now. I know a lot of people see this as success. And it's been a great season. But we're so close. Go and take it this year. Go and do it this year. You just never know. If you watch the Bye Bye Barry documentary, that's proof right there. We could possibly be without our offense and defensive coordinator next year, getting new coordinators. We saw how that's working out for Philly. I'm not saying that's going to work out for us. I think we stay in-house. I think they try to run the same system, especially if Goff stays and Ben Johnson goes. We got we to keep the same system somehow. But um, Or maybe you get somebody new. Who, I don't know. We'll, we'll address that in the offseason. But what I'm saying is you just never know when the next chance to go to the Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl, will be. And we're right there, baby. So let's go and take this. Yes, it's been a great season. But we want more. Give me more. (laughs) And I know this team realizes that too. We understand the moment. So let's go get it, baby. Let's go get it. Rick Grit. San Francisco's offense revolves around CMC. Yeah, and uh, we've been really good at stopping running backs this year. So that's going to be the matchup to watch. That's going to be the matchup to watch. Kittle. Kittle's great too, but. Branch and CJ Gardner-Johnson. I feel like we can I feel like we can contain. I feel like we can contain them. <laughs> All right. Zeros. The O-line has to have a monster game for show. Yep, definitely. Definitely. MSU Detroit fan. Lions last playoff road win. I was I was getting there. Was against the Niners in 1957 and they would go on to beat the Browns to win their last title to this date. Now we can't play the Browns in the Super Bowl. But I'll tell you one thing, you know, history could be repeating itself here, and I hope that it does. Because where did the Browns move to when they decided to not be a franchise for a few years? That's right, they became the Baltimore Ravens. So what can happen? We can go back in time. We can win another, our our second road playoff game, or our, sorry. We can win our first road playoff game since 1957. In San Francisco again. To go to the ship again. And we beating the Ravens this time. Or the Chiefs. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. As long as we're in the ship, that's all I care about. We got to get there first. This is going to be a tough game. Probably the toughest game. But. I, I, I see us coming away with the win. I see us coming away with the win. I don't know. Uh, these these boys, they're going to go in there with a chip on their shoulder. Everybody's counting them out. You know how we do then. Hoping for the best. Putting the positive vibes out there. But yes, MSU Detroit fan, way to point that out. Hatter's house. The backup will have a full week of practice. He'll be good. Yeah. I'm talking about O-Lineman, Owasika. He w- he'll be better. He will definitely be better. Than last week, I I he was not expected to play that game. He did not expect to get in there in a big time playoff matchup. (laughs) Had to go up against Vita Vea, who's one of the nastiest interior D linemen in the game. Yeah, good luck to anybody there. All right, Rick Grit ain't nobody keeping Frank off the field this week. It's the NFC Championship. Frank's an absolute beast, and you are absolutely right. That guy is gonna go out there. He's gonna if if his knee, if his lower half of his leg was dangling he would tape it up and he would find a way to get out there and that's what he said after the game you know the reporter was like you had duct tape around your knee now it's all ripped open they go how are you able to stay out there with your fellas and and he said you know when you got a guy leading the team looking at golf like that you find a way and he loved to see that and frank had some real nice things to say about dan campbell too saying he's the best leader of men that he's ever been around and frank you're the, you're the best center in the league right now. I don't know what to say. Frank, we love you one more time. Love the Iron Man. Love the gritness. Love the toughness. But, yes. Rick Grit says mustard trying to catch up. Here we go. Once again. <laughs> you guys are going off. I love to see it, but I love to get to every comment. Hatter's House, if you haven't seen that video on Frank Ragnall's YouTube channel with him and golf finish fishing, go watch it. It's hilarious. I have seen it. But, yes, everybody, you need to go see it. It is hilarious. And, Frank, you know, it, it makes you love the guys even more. So, yeah, go watch that. Hatter's House also says Grizzly Man Outdoors and in his channel for sure, for sure. Jason Helden, good to see you in here. San Francisco is one-dimensional CNC without him. Yeah, uh, that's what – it's going to be the matchup. It's going to be the matchup to watch. And is if we can play like we have been against the run and shut down CMC who – you know, he's a great running back, but we that's what we do. We sell out to stop the run. We're going to do that this Sunday. And if we can stop CMC, I think that's a key to success right there. It's going to be one of the top matchups to watch for sure on our defensive side. MSU Detroit fan. Yeah, golf playing the Rams in L.A. was a homecoming, but golf playing the 49ers on the road is his true homecoming. Definitely. Ryan says 42 to seven 49ers blowout. Oh come on, man! He said reverse psychology. Okay, okay, okay. I see it. I don't see the 42 to seven Niners blowout. No, but I, I see a reverse psychology. MSU Detroit fan. This is the only time I'm gonna say this, but if the Lions make win and make the Super Bowl, who would you like them to play? KC or Baltimore? Okay, good question. <clears throat> um, I knew I was gonna get asked that today. I really I said earlier, I don't care, but if I had to choose, I'd probably go with Kansas City. I mean, Baltimore is a machine, but at the same time, it would be great to get revenge on those guys. I know that their fans were going off on Grid, going off on Derek, and uh, they they had some back and forth interactions, and they were that caused them to kind of at the whole fan base. And it would be great to go and shut up the Ravens, get a revenge game, and beat them in the Super Bowl to be champs. But I think there's also some incentive to play the Chiefs as well. You remember that game, first game we won, and everybody put an asterisk behind it because Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones weren't there? Well, bring the Chiefs on. Bring on the Chiefs with Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. And let's go show them that it don't matter who you have, baby. Oh, no, Chris Jones, no Travis Kelsey. It doesn't matter. You have them or you don't have them. We're going to beat you anyway. So either way, there's incentive there to go and win this game. And I do like the matchup against the Chiefs better. We already beat them once. I don't like playing teams two times a year, but we're going to have to play either one of them twice. Uh, But, you know, I think it'd be a different game against Baltimore this time. We have seen them. Uh, we had some guys hurt, and this one's going to be indoors. It's not going to be at Baltimore. A little more neutral site, I think that plays a little bit of a difference too. And you know that we're going to be fired up. So either way, it's going to be a battle. It'll be tough no matter what. We have to get there first. But I, if I had to choose, it would be going up against the defending champs and taking their title away from them. That's how I'd want to see it. All right. All right. Ryan says, every time I'm critical, I get proven wrong. So yes. Yeah. Hey, you're critical and I, and I love it though. We need those point of views. Question this team. Love to hear. Love to see it in here. Lady lion, 20 Lions 31 to 21. I like that. I like that. My brother, I was talking to him the other day. He thinks lions are going to blow out Kansas city or not Kansas city. He thinks they're going to blow out San Francisco this week. He thinks that, Everybody's going to look over the Lions, and he's calling a blowout. I hope he's right. I hope he's right. But 31-21, I would be very happy with. King SJ, definitely been a successful season, but keep riding this wave as long as possible. Definitely. Got to keep this rolling. Got to keep this rolling. But you're right. It's been been a great season. John Peterson, Lions win 31-28, a close one. That's how I see it going down. Zach Jade, This is the first year I'm not a draft expert and I love it. Yes. Yes. Everyone else is doing their mock drafts. Mel Kuyper put out his first mock draft today. I didn't even look at it. Normally, I'm like waiting for it. I can't believe I didn't even look at it, honestly, because normally I'm very curious. So that's kind of crazy that I didn't, but no need to. We're focused on going to the Super Bowl. We're focused on an NFC championship. We're focused on going into San Francisco and being the bad guys, and spoiling their day, and taking home that banner, baby, that's what we're focused on, and I love it as well, Zach, I'm loving it, plenty of time to talk draft and all that at the end of the season, you know, MSU Detroit fan, I believe the Lions will do an in-house promotion for replacing Ben Johnson, and I don't know what they'll do for Aaron Glenn replacement, I think they do an in-house with Aaron Glenn too, you know, we got Shep, um, we got John Fox, who's older, but he's right there still. He's in-house. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's guys there. You know, I don't know how they feel about Dre Bly, but maybe possibly Dre Bly. Uh, he hasn't done good with the corners, though, so I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, maybe he's got a better smart mind as far as play calling. We'll see. We'll see what happens here, though. Plenty of time to talk about that after it happens, too, though. But, yeah, I, I think we stay in-house, and I think it, I think that we should. Rick Grit. Those Browns are the Ravens. Just saying. That's right. I'm talking history repeating itself, baby. Let's go. Easy Lions Minute. Zach got that right. You are correct. (laughs) I believe he got it right, too. MSU Detroit fan. Yeah, the old Browns moved to Baltimore, but Cleveland kept all of the Browns history. So their current Browns is the franchise that, according to the NFL, played. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, if you want to get technical, if you want to get technical, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's technical too, but I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Okay. Having some fun here. Having some fun. Zach J, I would rather play KC. I think they are the weaker team. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. But when they're in, they Mahomes is a different animal in the playoffs. We saw it last week. We saw it the first week. They are not the same Chiefs team. That they've been. This is probably their weakest team. And they're somehow in the AFC Championship again. So cannot overlook them if we were to happen to get to the Super Bowl and play them. But we wouldn't. We all know how they are. Easy line minute. Easy Lions minute. Downside of KC would feel like a fix. Yeah. They'd do anything they could to get that Kelsey Swift kiss under the confetti. Oh my God, you're right. You know, the NFL would probably... Uh it, we'd be battling the refs that game, too. It'd be a Lions, which we might be this week, too. I don't know if you saw who the referee was, but I don't care. Who cares? It's not Brad Allen, but this referee sucks, too. But who cares? That's how it always is. It's Detroit versus everybody. We know that. We got to go out there. We got to beat the other team and the refs. We got to leave no doubt in anybody's mind, and that's what this team does. But you're right. They're going to try and play that narrative all day long if we did play Kansas City. Zach J, that is definitely a downside easy, and he agrees. Yep. Rick Grit, I'd rather play the Chiefs because it's a better chance to win. I'd rather beat the Ravens because the win would be sweeter. It would. I feel like that's that too, you know, because we already beat the Chiefs this year. Ravens, they whooped our ass earlier this season, so I would like to come back, get that revenge. Either way, either way, like I said, there's incentive because everybody was, you know, oh, you guys beat the Chiefs, but it was all Kelsey too. So either way, there's incentive. Either way. But I it would be I think so much sweeter to beat the Ravens. Ryan Jim Harbaugh for DC. You think he would leave? You think he would do it? <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't mind. I don't I don't see it happening, but I would love it. Easy Lions minute. Rick agree on that. Baltimore is tough. They are very tough. MSU Detroit fan. I believe, yes, Scotty Montgomery. We'll be the Lions next O. C. if Ben Johnson leaves. Yeah, I was gonna uh I like him as as a replacement. Um, you know, he they showed some inside the locker room deal and and he had a this motivational speech for the guys that I love too. He's kind of a, a guy that the the players can get behind. He's younger, but but he knows what he's doing. He's very smart. I think that if we don't lock him down as O. C. If Ben leaves, that he's gonna take a head coaching job in college. I think there's a few colleges out there that want him and his alma mater is one of them. So be very interesting to see what happens there. So if Ben leaves, that, that's a good, that's a good option there. Good, good observation there. MSU Detroit fan. Rick grit. We got Cleet this week. We got cleat this week. <laughs> that's right. MSU Detroit fan, Antoine Randall L. And I can't see behind that heart, but yeah, Mark Brunel are possible. Also. Yes. Yes. I agree. We got some in-house guys. We got some in-house guys. Do you think we bring Deuce Staley back? Um, Maybe. It's up to Deuce. You know, he wanted to go to Carolina to be closer to family. Otherwise, he would have stayed with Detroit. I I don't think we get rid of him. I think Dan liked him. I think everybody loved Deuce. And he was a culture guy. But he wanted to go home, be closer to family. Maybe something was going on there. And so it's, it's up to him, really. I, I, I mean I don't think it's I don't think he's like hey gives the Lions a call and he's like I want to come back and they're like okay yeah come back, but I think that if he if he did give them a call they would consider him and they love him, they could just make him another you know assistant head coach again that's what he was before so I wouldn't mind it he's he's part of Dan Campbell's culture and he can keep that locker room the way that it is if we were to lose guys like Aaron Glenn who's a, a locker room guy. And as a leader of men for us, Deuce is also a leader leader of men. But yeah, uh, let's let's keep this back to the playoffs here. But good question, MSU Detroit fan. For you Michigan fans, if Mark Rynell becomes the Lions' OC, the new QB coach will be JT Barrett. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, when that's that's for the Michigan fans though. That's for the Michigan fans. <laughs> but all right, we are at. Over the hour mark now, a few minutes over it and we got, like I said, the biggest game that I can remember of my lifetime. Of course we were playing to go to the Super Bowl back in 1991. I was alive, but I was four years old. Um, so <laughs> so yeah uh but we have a real deal chance this year and I'm hoping I'm praying. That we punch our ticket to the Super Bowl. I'm hoping this is a year. I'm feeling good about it. We just got to go out there. Take care of business. It's not going to be easy. We get in Purdy's head. We shut down CMC. And we move that ball. Control that line on offense. Things are looking good. But it's time, y'all. This Sunday... We are playing to go to the Super Bowl. The Detroit Lions are playing to go to the Super Bowl. I hope we're back here next week celebrating another Victory Tuesday. Talking about a Super Bowl bound Detroit Lions team. But until then, my name is Nick Harkson with Touchdown Detroit Lions. I hope you guys have a great day. Enjoy this week. Let's go get this W, baby. And let's go to the Super Bowl. I'll see you all next Tuesday. Peace.